I met somebody with a lot of Instagram followers. This is Corey, and this is the the Anthem Podcast. Uh, yeah, we met a long time ago. So. <laughs> Good afternoon, everybody. Uh, we, Idiot. Seven, 17 years ago, in fact. <laughs> Interesting fact. Next August, Corey and I will have known each other for longer than we didn't know each other. Mm-hmm. Isn't that fun? Uh, especially for our, for the girls. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to episode 288 of the ODA Anthem Podcast. Coming to you from the hashtag OTA LA Studios, high above the 110 freeway in downtown Los Angeles, California. Uh, thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you for listening on your podcatcher of choice. The easiest way, anchor.fm forward slash O The Anthem. I don't know how many times I have to say it. I'll say it one more time. Anchor.fm forward slash O The Anthem. You can find the link to the podcatcher of your choice there, or you can listen on Anchor. It's all the same to us. And of course, you can find more of The Anthem at O The Anthem on Twitter and Instagram, including cute pictures of producer Carly, mm-hmm. who unfortunately didn't even show up today. <laughs> Ugh, what are you Sleeping do? on the job, literally. Yeah, uh, and of course you're watching live right now, Facebook.com forward slash Show the Anthem. Generally, we record all of the episodes live right there on Facebook. Uh, you can also find all of the videos at YouTube.com forward slash O the Anthem, and everything O the Anthem related is available at OtheAnthem.com, including the merch store, which has a lot of exciting merchandise in it. Indeed. Yes. So uh, the news of the week. Shall we? Shall we launch right into it? Well, first. Uh, I added a little something to the top. Yeah. Uh, Corey needs some advice. And not just general life advice, because I think we can all agree he definitely needs that. <laughs> Too late but, for that. Yeah. Um, you have a bit of a decision coming up, and, and I tried to give you my advice, but I feel like there might be better advice out there. Well, yeah. So, I mean, uh, the current car that I have, the Accord, uh, as lovely as a vehicle as it may be, uh, is not suitable for my needs anymore in terms of I need more space. Um now, I'm going one of two ways on this. Uh, one is either I get something, I can either get something with space that's uh, economical, like 2014 a, Honda CRV, <laughs> or like a uh, uh, electric car of some kind or a hybrid. Uh, either one of those would do. Uh, but then there's also the part of me that thinks I should just get something with like fucking 300 horsepower, <laughs> just like rip red around town, fuck mm-hmm. gas mileage. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just certainly need an SUV or at least something large like an suv um so yeah I'm, I'm i'm rounding down my choices right now but if anyone has something that they like bought a new car recently they're just like i love my you know they're gonna say something that completely doesn't fit my needs either it's like, i love my fiat 500 yeah it's just like yeah. no not not enough car for me no wait now listen if you put the little shell thing on the <laughs> roof it gives you as much cargo space as an SUV. I mean, it's basically one of those little uh, trailers that follow around your... Yeah, yeah. Just like those old-timey metal trailers. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. all you have to do is pick up your bag and throw <laughs> it up into the storage area on the roof. Or I could just buy a nice bike and just... <laughs> <laughs> go one of the pole trailers? <laughs> go to Santa Clarita on my bike with <laughs> all my stuff like... Ooh, motorcycle with a sidecar. Have you thought about that? Oh, there we go. Now we're cooking with gas. Yeah. Yeah. And put Rachel on the back when you need to. <laughs> I'm sure she'd get on the back of a motorcycle. She seems like the type. <laughs> she used to. Really? Yeah. Oh. Her dad had a motorcycle. Mm. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah. Um, don't say a motorcycle. Yeah, it, don't say a Fiat. <laughs> I'm going to get the Fiat EC or whatever. Don't say a Corvette. Rachel has been trying to talk me into buying a Mustang convertible, and she mm-hmm. can drive it, and then I can just use her CRV when I need to go to set. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's... Just like, this sounds like I buy you a <laughs> Mustang. That's what that sounds like. I don't know if you understand how this sugar daddy arrangement works. Uh, that's how you have to do it. 
<laughs> no sugar daddy. Sorry, Azucar. Uh, no, no, uh, Splendid Daddy. Splendid, Splendid Daddy. daddy. <laughs> yes, Splendid Daddy. Give me the taste of the sugar without <laughs> the actual calories. That's my life too. No worries. <laughs> um, all right. Well, yeah. So if you have any advice, uh, Corey at OtheAnthem dot com. Yeah. Uh, or at LegendsZB five wherever. Yeah, Good um, social media can be found. You can do what Roberto does, friend of the show Roberto, and just send uh, Corey and, I mean, m- me as well, if you would like, um, a video of something with no context and just <laughs> assume that we'll pull from this video what the context is that we're supposed to have. So, like, here's a video from Motor Trend, and, oh, 40 seconds into this minute-long video is a two-second flash of an electric C- uh, SUV. Yeah. Well, clearly, I meant that you should watch it. You should see that electric SUV. Yeah, and then go get more information about it. Uh, That's certainly welcome as well. Uh, So feel free to do any of those things that you would like. Uh, Indeed. Yes, so let's uh, move on then to the first segment of the show. All right. Sports ball. Yes. Yeah, so uh, because of... Mostly my schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Things got turned around a little bit here, uh, which is why we didn't have like the live streaming on some of these episodes here yeah. recently. Yeah. Um, also, we recorded on Saturday, I think, two weeks in a row. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we missed talking about the Steelers game and missed talking about... The, uh, now we get a chance to talk about the Bengals game from this week. But yes. basically, we missed two weeks worth of uh, games here. So well, I'll say, I watched exactly zero seconds of the Bengals game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was at... Uh, you were in Long Beach. Long Beach at the Queen Mary, uh, which if you're in the area, I highly recommend going and checking out Dark Harbor at uh, Queen Mary. Um, for those of you on the East Coast, you can think uh, Jason's Woods. What's the other one that they have? Are you talking about like the haunted... It's like a haunted maze. Yeah. Uh, they have them everywhere. Uh, but Pennsylvania is like really big on doing those uh, for some reason. I remember always driving to Pennsylvania anyway. Uh, hmm. Nonetheless. Uh, it's like that, except for they don't do that in Southern California at all, except for this or going to a theme park. So you can go to like Disney, you can yeah. go to Universal. Uh, I think Knott's Berry Farms has one as well. Not Scary Farm. Not Scary Farm. Yeah. Which, by the way, not sure I would go with that for a scary Halloween thing. Well, the, they're, it's not Scary Farm. Right, right. It's K-N-O-T-T-S. So it's like... Uh, now it is become scary. Mm-hmm. It's the knots you know and love, but now scary. Mm, yes, like that's sort of the. Or I could read it as not, not scary. scary. <laughs> yeah, not scary farm. That's why you need me for your marketing. Knots Berry Farms. <laughs> I'm available. So, um, still, not Berry Farm doesn't work very well either. If you're thinking about it that way. See, but if I'm thinking about berries, I'm thinking about knots, which is a berry and jam and jelly company. This is all this is completely Not unrelated. Uh, so <laughs> I was at the Queen Mary and uh, we uh, got the secret or we got codes to get into the secret bars, which means you got like like not free, but pretty cheap drinks. Mm-hmm. They were all shots, of course. So sometime between 8 and 1 8 p.m. and 12 a.m., uh, I had about 15 shots uh, in addition to the five drinks I had before we went in. So I was wasted and uh, I don't drink that much anymore. So I was hungover. My alarm, uh, my Sunday alarm to set my <laughs> lineups went yeah. off. I grabbed my phone and with one hand, like checked the injury reports, adjusted my lineups, <laughs> silenced the follow up alarm, which is like, hey, idiot, you're about to run out of time. Good an emergency move in. Yeah. And went right back to sleep uh, and slept for another hour. So, um, 
Then I got out of bed and went and had brunch because uh, that was far more important than football at the time. So I didn't see any of the game. I did see the Steelers game. However. It was it, the I missed the Steelers game. Yeah, you were working, right? But yeah. both of these games, I, I think, come down to something that I was uh, trying to explain to a friend about gambling on these games. And that's sports ball. <laughs> uh, I, I would not under any circumstances feel comfortable betting on any line Vegas may offer on any AFC North matchup. It's just like we're one of those divisions where the Ravens could be clearly better than the Bengals, Mm -hmm. but I'm never going to feel like seven and a half points secure about it, you know? Yeah. And And, then uh, I'm never going to feel secure to bet the Bengals going like, wow, the Ravens won't beat them by seven and a half because then we also get these matchups where, you you know, one team gets slaughtered. Yeah. uh, And you place that bet and you immediately want to jump out the window when they run back the open kickoff and you're like, oh, Okay, wasn't expecting that. All right, uh, let me double down. It's Bengals. not like I thought the Bengals would win. It's just that I thought, you know, like, will they cover? Is really, yeah. and they did. So, all the people who uh, didn't bet the under, mm. it's it, to me, it's like uh, the same thing with the. I got messages about Lamar's poor performance in the Steeler game and stuff yeah. like that, and yeah. I was just like. Steeler games are not like actual football games. They're they're organized chaos in the form of. I mean, it, <laughs> live football. The AFC East is the same way. If you aren't playing the Patriots, kind of a crapshoot. You never know who's going to show up. I mean, NFC East is actually the same way. <laughs> Giants, Redskins, like you never know. Cowboys, Cowboys losing three straight though. Yeah, it's like you never know what team's going to show up and how they're going to play when they do show up. So yeah. those conference games are hard um, because you think going in that you think you know the teams, but sometimes like playing at Heinz Field, a bad Steeler team might play better. Well, sometimes it's knowing the teams hurts you even more. Oh, that's because, true. Because like, yeah. you just end up taking away like the best weapons on both teams, and then it's just like a slugfest of your third and fourth best options. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> also, from an outsider's view, you put too much bank in the like, well, this is a rivalry game, so we don't know how they're going to show up. I'll, I will say this. Uh, something I, I learned about that I, I, I absolutely love. Um, prior to the Steelers, or during the Steelers game, they, they announced that the Ravens have like some secret field somewhere near the training complex. I don't know if it's actually like inside of the walls of the complex or if it's like a field down the street kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it has the same grass as they have at Heinz Field. Okay. Because it's so terrible and unreliable that they they basically made a Heinz Field close to the Ravens training center. And then when it's Steeler Week they go play in Heinz Field. No, no, no. Just the kicking team goes there. Oh. Just to okay. just to get used to kicking in that shitty grass. Oh well, you know. And that makes sense. Uh Tucker with the game winning field goal in overtime, uh certainly made that feel like a worthwhile investment. Yes. <laughs> if it equals one win over the Steelers in Heinz Field, it's worth it. Uh, especially when you have to use those terrible towels for tears. <laughs> mm, yes. Uh, but week <laughs> but good, good good job by the Steeler fans for showing up last night and completely taking over uh, the Chargers game. Did you see any oh, of that? Yeah. So I did watch some like of the Chargers 90% game. Steeler fans. And I love that like, they divided the stadium in half, like, you know, home side, away side. It was packed on yeah. the away side and the home side was just like hey is there a football game today <laughs> yeah sure I, I, let's go but hey don't make us drive to carson <laughs> a lot of people <laughs> a lot of uh <laughs> a lot of charger fans going like man the stadium's a lot further away than it used to be 
what's this Los Angeles Chargers thing I keep seeing? Yeah. Oh, it must be some sort sort of special thing for this mm-hmm. week. All right, go Chargers. Yeah. Uh the only thing more embarrassing was probably the number of 49ers fans that were at the Rams game because that was also <laughs> I think it's going to I think it's going to be really fun when they open up that brand new stadium and it has 80,000 seats and it's 70,000 <laughs> Steeler fans who show up. Just like everyone's just like, yeah, I'll go to California for a weekend. Why not? Yeah, again, it's the kind of place where <laughs> I can fly into LAX, get a hotel nearby and get to the game and I don't have to do anything else. I'll be like Holy all contained right there. The Inglewood Stadium is closer to LAX than it is to us. Yeah. It's easier for you to stay at a day's end by, at the airport and go to the game than it is for us to go to the game. Yes. That is really dumb. Why would you put a stadium? I mean, that's why you put a stadium there, I guess. Because you know, well, I mean, I guess suck. I guess the logic that they would have for us is that we would take the Metro. Oh, no. We're not going to those games anyway. <laughs> that's the logic. It's like, nobody in LA is going to these games. Let's just make it for the visiting fans who are coming in. It's like when the Yankees open up their new stadium and it's just like, uh, hey, I have a great idea. Let's make the exact same stadium all over again, only put it through the veneer of capitalism. Yes. And then (laughs) when the loyal fans come looking for bleacher seats, we'll raise the price of them to ninety five dollars. each. Yes. And if it's possible, laugh our way to the bank. Let's make those bleachers less comfortable than the original bleachers. And obstructed view. (laughs) We'll just put up a big fucking wall in their face. Fuck them. You know what? Fuck them. That's why. <laughs> yes. Um, New York Yankees baseball. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, sir. I see that there are uh, about 100 seats down beho- below home base. Uh, my son and I, we get to one game a year because that's all I can afford. Uh, do you think that we could? No. As a meager, no! as a meager shoeshine, I only allow myself one baseball game a year. No, you can't move. I no. save all year for the opportunity to pay $10 to see the Toronto Blue Jays. <laughs> You stay, not Toronto, because Toronto is a uh, a division game. So, what you want is a no. Those are probably game. those are probably non-selling tickets. Oh, maybe even oh, yeah. for the division. Like, so yeah, well, you could drive from. Tr- oh wait, no, no fans. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, but, yeah, it, yeah uh, you stay in your bleacher seat where you belong, Pori. Okay, that's where you are. Speaking of uh, baseball, yes. we might as well recap what's going on in the uh, postseason right now. Yes, uh, for which games I've not watched. Probably any of them. Yep. Highlights uh, on Twitter. <laughs> some of the highlights. Um, it, it's amazing how much I stop caring about baseball when the Orioles aren't good. Like, yeah, it, yeah. It just this whole season felt lost to me. Um, but the shocker mm. uh, took some. The Dodgers were eliminated on a wa- or on a grand slam in the tenth inning mm. against the Nationals, who've never won a playoff series up until last week. Forgetting, and of course, <laughs> that Clayton Kershaw also gave up. Two, two of those back-to-back back home yeah. runs in the eighth inning. So that Juan Soto blast too. It was it, that looked. Uh, I hate to use this term because it makes it sound like I I have some sort of beef against him. Yeah, or like yeah. that I think that he's doing something illicit. But it it sort of had uh, that Conseco feel to it. Yeah, you remember when like Conseco used to just it looked like he was just swinging as hard as he could and hoping the baseball would be there. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> trying to aim. Just yeah. I'm hitting this. I'm swinging as hard as I can. But it was just like one of those like high uppercut kind of like swings, and it was just like I don't know. It, it felt very Conseco-y to me. Probably because Juan Soto is really good and has outrageous bat speed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, luckily, uh, he didn't later let a ball hit himself, hit him in the top of the head, and bounce over the fence for a home <laughs> run. So. Not totally Conseco material. <laughs> or narc on everybody in front of the <laughs> Oh, yeah, going for the Congress. But wait, there's yeah. time for that, okay? Just <laughs> don't call that too early. 
Um, <laughs> he sh- shows up to Kage, to pulls the same. He says, "I don't really speak English very good." So uh, I wrote gonna- down names. I wrote down <laughs> names. Just everyone. Everyone with yes. It's like, have yeah. you ever have you ever taken steroids? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Do you know anyone who's taken steroids? Uh, yes, I know many people. Here, his list. Do you play? Do you play baseball? Baseball? <laughs> yes. Um. Anyway, Dodgers are out. Uh. And it was immediately after losing hundred games in the regular season. Winning hundred games. Oh, that's right. I winning hundred. Yeah, yeah. The winning. Orioles are the ones yeah. who lost hundred games <laughs> in this. Oh, the pain is back. <laughs> Dodgers won hundred games. It's the big one. <laughs> And we're eliminated by the Nationals <laughs> in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, it is amazing, too. Uh, I know that I've transitioned to uh, L.A. person because my Facebook feed was so much like Dodgers baseball and then immediately <laughs> nothing on, on Facebook <laughs> at all. But also, I know that uh, no one from Maryland is actually a Nationals fan because I saw no. nothing about yeah. the Nationals whatsoever. So, yeah. Good for us. Fuck the Nationals. Uh, but this leaves the MLB in an interesting place where the furthest West team available for the World Series is the Houston Astros. Yeah, they play in the American League West. They do. <laughs> and they are technically west of the Mississippi. Yeah, it uh, all as, counts. As are the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, as we pointed out in the pre-show meeting, the Cardinals play at Bush Stadium, which is apparently... A literal stone's throw from the Mississippi, yeah. but on the west side. So <laughs> it is west of the Mississippi. Um, and let's pretend you and your goddamn technicalities. <laughs> let's pretend the Mississippi cuts the country in half and not just into a third and two thirds. Yeah, that matters. Um, but yeah, so uh, Yankees. I'd be interested to know what the population of east of the Mississippi and west of the Mississippi is. Oh, I am a hundred percent sure we can find that. <laughs> Because it feels like that might actually kind of be even. Because you've got a lot of big cities on the west side, but you got the bigger cities on the east of the Mississippi, you know? Uh, I have a 2011 statistic. How's that's that probably the you? last time they did the census. So yes. that's probably oh. about as good as we're going to get. Look at you. Look, <laughs> Look at the big brain <laughs> on Brad. Uh, yes, the e- uh, 26 states east of the Mississippi, in addition to Washington, D.C., but not including small portions of Louisiana and <laughs> Minnesota, which technically are east of the river, had an estimated population of 179,948,346 or 58.28% of the total population, excluding mm. Puerto Rico. So, there are 308,745,358 people at the time, 179 million, uh, 179.95 million of which were east of the Mississippi, meaning that no, that is not representative mm. because half of the people live west of the Mississippi. Geography ball. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, I, I, th- I think the bigger point is uh, the big market teams are kind of out. Um, what are you talking? It's the Yankees, the Astros, the Cardinals, and the uh, Nationals. Yes. So Yankee, is, New York is the biggest media market, right? We got Houston. The Houston is the fourth largest city in the country. But media market wise, it's in the top fifty, but not the top twenty-five. It's still so. the fourth biggest city in sure. the country. Okay. There's like, uh, you just said media market, though. My point is, what what's going to be it's on just TV? Slightly smaller than LA. What are people in the second largest city? In the country, by popula- uh, by population in metro area, not in true area, 
uh, going to be watching during the World Series? Because it ain't going to be the World Series. <laughs> Who in L.A. is going to be watching the World Series when it's on? I mean, I, I feel like it's one of those things like when when it goes wrong, like when you can't uh – when your team's out, you stop caring. When keeping it real goes wrong? Right? <laughs> yeah. No, no, I just, it's like, listen, the game, the latest game time start will be 5 p.m. West. Unless they hold the game really late, but that's. Well, they really usually dumb. start like the big games at eight so that they. Eight Eastern. Yeah, but I'm saying that's every World Series. No, no, because if it's played in L.A., we get like a, oh, I guess we do get a five o'clock. Yeah, start we get time. a five o'clock start time. Yeah, that sucks. Being on the West yeah. Coast sucks. Yeah, nobody cares East about Coast the West Coast sports. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Maybe that's why we get such a bad rap. Yeah. Or maybe uh, that's why the teams are bad. Because yeah. they have to play at fucking 9 <laughs> o'clock in the goddamn morning. <laughs> Fly East and play at 9 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and why there's no fans. Like, listen, I'd love to be a Rams fan, but, uh, you mm -hmm. know, eight times a year I have to watch them at 9 a.m. <laughs> listen, asshole. I have to watch them at 9 a.m. every goddamn week. Unless they're in prime time. Then yes, I can do or, it from the comfort of my home. Or playing on the West Coast yeah. when we'll get a late game. Anyway, yes. Uh, so uh, they're out. Uh, more importantly, there is more important sports news to be had this week. The OTA Bowl was last week. And Corey didn't want to talk about it. And why didn't he want to talk about it? Because he knew what was happening. He knew it was going to be a repeat of the greatest <laughs> or <we re> <laughs> performance ever. Or we recorded on Saturday before almost anybody played. Yes. Also, uh, I didn't care about it because I had 45 points after Thursday night. And I was like, I don't care who I'm playing. I'm winning this week. <laughs> and uh, unless, you know, they leave 50 points on the bench. Ah, and that was the kicker in the bench. I had Will Fuller, who scored 53 <laughs> points all on my bench. Yes. Which would have <sighs> almost negated my Thursday night. Because I had a player who scored 40 on uh, Thursday night, plus a kicker. And that was two, two people who totaled 40. No, I had 45 total. And the kicker was like 46, and then I had 38. 38 and, four, and 6 or 7 or something like that. Mm. So, uh, nonetheless, I was pretty set after Thursday night. Uh, I didn't even check who I was playing. Didn't care. I'm winning this week. It's fine. Uh, until Sunday when... The chat blew up with like, oh, my God, who has Will Fuller? <laughs> the points he's putting up right now are ridiculous. And then pause, 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 because he's on set. Yeah. And then Corey is like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> because he was on the bench. Uh, and at one point, we realized that uh, Corey had 75 points on the field and 75 points on his bench. Yeah. <laughs> so not a good week when those are the numbers that you're putting up. Uh, I think that was midday Sunday. I'll, so. I'll say this, though. Uh, and I think this is what keeps us coming back to fantasy football. Mm -hmm. There's there's always some sort of excuse you can make in your mind as to why I should have beaten Rob and why I like I and I I broke it down like, you know, if I would have started Will Fuller instead of Cortland Sutton, which is what I ended up doing in the flex spot then I would have been plus 30-something points because the difference was, like, 50 to 20, which is, like, normally getting 20 points from the person you put on your flex is a pretty good deal. But I love, by the way, the people, on your bench. Who, the people who don't um, understand the analytics of it, who yeah, are like, yeah, yeah. you would have been had 50 more points. Like, no, bitch, I got 20 from the person who was there, there which is ridiculous. There is a way in a best ball league where yeah. I would have beaten Rob. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because they would have taken the zero points from Mike Evans <laughs> out of my lineup and put in the 53 from Will Fuller. But, uh, I mean, like, the problem is that, like, it, 
uh, we, we don't, when fantasy, we don't use our, the logical part of our brain. Yeah. Where we say that, like, there's no way Mike Evans. Or, like, I wake up on a Sunday morning, I'm just like, do I feel like benching Mike Evans in the second pick in my draft for mm-hmm. Will Fuller, who has been very disappointing up until this point? <laughs> <laughs> I think he was averaging six points. Uh, maybe? He, he went from, uh, I, I saw, I, I can't remember the exact numbers, so bear with me. This is hyperbolic. But he went from like the 77th ranked receiver uh, for a season going into the game and then left the 15th yeah. <laughs> receiver yeah. for the season. That's what one good week will do. Yeah, yeah. it was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, you know, and we, we were both discussing this outside, like the number of times where you, you put up 170 points and get beat by somebody who has 180 and you're just yeah. like. What am I even supposed to do? Like, well, I know I was, I think I'm two and three now in my work league and three and two in the posse league. And the losses I have, I put up 120 and I still lose. And yeah. It's just like, oh, well, you had 180 this week. There's nothing I can do about that. And then I like uh, squeak out a win or I get 104 and the guy I'm playing gets 99. And you're just like, I was not expecting that to happen. But hey, I'll take the win. You just never know. It's feast and famine. That's the way it works. The horrible part about fantasy is not being in control of your destiny in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. Um, somebody did tell me this week, though, by the way, that uh, the daily or daily fantasy, like uh, you remember when God, like Fanduel, Fanduel, yeah, where it doesn't matter who you have. It's like me picking my <laughs> best lineup. It is more rewarding, but also more tragic because you're like, I don't care who you have. I can pick my own team and get my dream team together. Right. <clears throat> but then when it like flunks, like when you take Mike Evans and you're like Fuller, pff, why would I ever put him on my team? And then you're just like sitting there with. Like, but I mean, like you do have a cap in those things. It's not just yeah. like you can't I'm going to take Patrick Mahomes and Ezekiel Elliott and Saquon Barkley. I mean, you could, but you'd have like literally the worst, <laughs> the worst wide receiving core well, and in the history of football. To be fair, that might be the league where you're like, you know what? I'll take it. I'll take a risk on Will Fuller because mm-hmm. I've already overspent a bit, and uh, he's due. He's due for fifty points, maybe. I don't the know, other, the other thing is the amount of times that, like, I looked at my roster and was just like, I really need some security at another position, and I'm so bereft of talent. Yes. And I'm just like, do I dare drop Will Fuller? Mm-hmm. I'm like, he's been terrible this. Season. Are you thinking about dropping like, him? Cause, no, uh, no. I got a <laughs> trade. I got a trade offer if you're looking. Uh, there, there was a moment there where I was thinking like i have to drop a wide receiver mm-hmm. and then i was thinking about like do i drop will fuller prior to the 53 points obviously i got a really reliable LaShawn mccoy from kansas city <laughs> he's putting up 11 12 a week responsibly every single week and i mean fuller seems very 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 flash in the pan yeah yeah you never took this week he'll probably put up six. well you know i mean like you know and sometimes that works out sometimes you trade will fuller for something stupid and then he like tears his acl next week yeah not outside of the realm of possibility this is why i don't trade anymore (laughs) in leagues because i have the worst luck every time i make a trade the guy gets injured i used to have the thing with the uh in baseball uh tim linsicum would have his worst seasons when i drafted him (laughs) it's like he just came off of three consecutive Cy youngs why am i not (laughs) like why am i not making it my first Mm, overall pick that's it all right no not even tommy john it's just like you just like look every single week at the box score and you're just like Tim Lincecum, two and a half innings pitched, uh, nine runs, yeah, <laughs> zero strikeouts, seven walks. You're just like, oh man, he had a really bad day. Thank God we got one, that one out of the way early. And then yep. it's just that every single week. And you're just like, oh my God. <laughs> season ERA. Do I cut him? Like- <laughs> season ERA 35. Yeah. You're like, oh my God. Uh, you do that. You do the buyer's remorse of like, well, I spent a second round pick on him. I can't just <laughs> drop him. 
<laughs> oh, by the way, my, I'm gonna um, look like a real idiot when I drop them, and then all of a sudden it's just like, oh, by the way, did you know we had a pebble in his shoe this entire time? Yeah, funny, we, you got it out. Now we literally just took off his shoe, shook it out, and we're just like, <laughs> Cy Young again. <laughs> Cy Young's good back. Uh, the rules of my work league: you cannot cut your first, second, or third round drafts. Oh, really? And I was just like. I should have read this ahead of time. I was way too cavalier with my choices, knowing that I can't cut them at all. Uh, what if somebody gets injured? Here comes Antonio Brown with the first overall pick. <laughs> Motherfucker. I still would have taken him. At the time, it made a lot of sense. I don't know. Man. Uh, anyway. A friend, a friend of mine on set, like... Oh shit, I played the... I didn't even mean to... The, yeah, you had a rat in your unit? Yeah, sure, go ahead. Guy on set... Uh, came up to me because he knew I play fantasy because we talked about it before. Uh-huh. He's just like, I drafted Antonio Brown with my third pick, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, dude, your mind, you got to just treat it like you drafted somebody and they like tore their ACL. Yeah, like yeah. It, it's just got to be like he tore his brain. Somehow. He tore his brain muscle. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's it for sports ball. Let us uh, Say, where do you want to start? try and work through the news here a little bit because uh, we already spent a lot more time on sports ball than I thought we planned. Yeah, it looks uh, it looks a lot longer than I think it actually is, though. Yeah. Because uh, we can only go over, tab over one spot, and some of these are subs of subs. So mm-hmm. um, let's just start at the very top here with, uh, how about Ronan Farrell? Okay. I mean, we were listening to that on the podcast on the way over. So. Yeah. Uh, so NBC News is finding itself in a little bit of uh, hot water because Ronan Farrow just released a book that talks a lot about uh, him getting shut down constantly by NBC when investigating the Harvey Weinstein story. Yeah, uh, basically trying everything to be like, hey, we've done the research, we've confirmed sources. I just want you to come along with me on this yeah. adventure, and then being like. We're good. And now they're being like a paper trail of them being like, we're in business, <laughs> Harvey Weinstein. We can't. <laughs> and like the stories yeah. of like CBS, like <laughs> Les Moonves, like hearing about other people falling and being like, whoo, survive another week. All right. <laughs> if it was me, I would just take that as my like, oh, it's time for me to hit the old dusty trail. <laughs> I, that's the I don't understand is like if you're Les Moonves and you know, like I could just get that golden parachute and roll out. And every week I'm rolling the dice. The yeah. parachute's not getting any bigger. It's just like, what, you get your job for another week? No, man. Pull the pull the cord and jump. And the, the there were there were opportunities there along the way where he probably could have just walked into uh, Sherry Redstone's office oh, and just been like, you know let's what? Settle this bitch. Kind of thinking about just going to an island for the rest of my life. You wanna yeah. you wanna make me an offer? And then she'd just be like, Do I? Tell me. Tell me what it's gonna get take. the CVS Viacom thing back to you. Yes, I let's mean, do it. For those of you who don't remember, like he was one of the voices who was blocking the yeah. re-merger of the two. You had all the leverage, you <laughs> his, idiot. His business prowess was so exceptional that like judges were listening to him over the family member. Yeah. <laughs> who, like, Literally, he, all it would have taken is going to It's just like, Sumner office. Redstone is dying. Who do I trust? His daughter who should inherit this company should he die? Yes. Or the guy who's been running it pretty well, and it's just like, I don't know. I just trust this Les Moonves guy. He's really good. <laughs> I, he sounds really smart. He sounds like he knows what he's talking about. But uh, he literally could have gone to Sherry's office and been like, make me an offer, or been like, here are my terms. Yeah. As it rolls out on the floor. <laughs> Buy me an island. Build me a house on this island. Yeah. I would like a boat ramp and a... <laughs> 
internet and whatever. Yeah. And then be like, when all of these are completed, I will walk into the next hearing and all of a sudden have a change of heart. <laughs> this company should be yours. And uh, it probably would have wrapped up that whole thing a lot faster. Oh, for sure. And um, instead, he was like, you know what? Roll the dice. <laughs> I survived one more week. Let Double or nothing. Let's do this. Let's do this. As and, soon as uh, Me Too became a movement, like as soon as like the name became a thing, I'd just be like, uh, you know. <laughs> seems like it's just about that time. Uh, seems like this is something that's going to continue on for a little while. Maybe I should. Uh, I mean, like, but Me Too was a movement before Harvey fell. It was just like. People were like, we know you did this, Harvey. I think they were still, he was still getting backed by Miramax was, not Miramax, but whatever his new thing. A wine scene company. Yeah, yeah. Still had him working in the office. And Les is over there like, nah, it's going to blow over. It'll be fine. I, I will survive this. Yeah. How about this? Get a check so big from Sherry Redstone that if it does blow over, you can come back and start your own goddamn <laughs> network. How about that? Yeah. Because yeah. I bet you she would have paid that. Just to get, get to get done and get the whole company back. I I think there's uh, I just don't get like uh, I I myself do not, do not do anything that would put me in the, like the me too crosshairs where I'm like worried about you putting me. On. <laughs> just I want this on record for later when uh, you don't when want your video up. to be on, be be siphoned with mine. No, I mean like I I'm just imagining this video right now. Everybody can see your face here yeah. right now. Uh, with the uh, 60 Minutes logo in the bottom left as they replay this. Uh... And, my, and my social media info. Thank God. No. You sure you don't want to go to the two shots so people can see you dying? You would have... Uh... <laughs> That that Instagram, that Twitter will be down way before <laughs> that. It'll be uh, onto the tertiary. Weird. Level. I thought Corey had more than zero tweets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, he's smart. As soon as he <laughs> sniffs out a little trouble, it'll just be like delete, delete, delete the whole thing. I'm just burning it. Um. Anyway, but yes, go ahead. Less um, moonves who? <laughs> let me show you how we handle things in the biz, Liz. All right. Um. Anyway, but yeah. <laughs> Your new name is Daryl Morey. Don't <laughs> cause any trouble. It really comes down to... Uh, by the way, did you, have you seen El Camino yet? No. Oh, we watched it last night. Uh, it's really good. You should watch it. I'm going to watch it. You should watch it. Uh, I started... Okay, hold on. Sidebar. Okay. Because I, uh, I was excited about El Camino, I asked Roberto if he had seen Breaking Bad. Yeah. And he said no. Of course And not. I'm just like, why? Like... Because Friends needed to be watched another time, Corey. So I told him to start watching it, and he did. Ugh. And now he's like, you know, like three episodes in or whatever. But he was literally five minutes into the first episode. Mm -hmm. Like, if, if you, if for those, uh, I'm not really spoiling anything. All right. Here. Spoiler alert if you yeah. haven't if, seen Breaking Bad if you from if you, five years ago. If you think, if you care about an inconsequential thing about the first episode of Breaking Bad, um, <laughs> Walter White starts making meth. Walt Walt makes like the like is has here's the sirens coming towards his meth lab. Yes. And it makes a little video uh, testimonial for his family mm. and then stands in the middle of the street with a gun in his underwear, like waiting for the police to arrive. Yes. And Roberto pauses it like right after that, looks at me and says, tell me what happens or I'm going to stop watching the show right now. <laughs> Just like <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> We're not even five minutes in. He's the worst. And then, like the 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 worst. The, the worst is like how many times he like will will he's like I'm gonna stop watching this show immediately if you don't tell me who just called Alicia right now in the good way. 
And I'm just like, really? This is the hill you're going to die on? And then <laughs> okay. he's just like, he's just like, yeah, tell me. And I'm just like, it's her mother. Like, it, it, it's going to be like a, 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 a little C plot in this episode. And it means nothing. Yeah. And you just made this big, huge stink over nothing. Here's the thing. Whenever he does that to me, I'm like, all right, don't watch it anymore. <laughs> now, you were going to be the guy five years, ten years from now, who's like, they're like, well, you know, yeah, uh, like uh, season three on, on Breaking Bad. Gil. And he's just like, no, who, what? Uh, I didn't watch Breaking Bad. And then you get to be like either the really cool person who's like, I've never seen an episode of uh, Breaking Bad at all. <laughs> or wait, um, Game of Thrones. I've never seen an episode of Game of Thrones because it's not really my thing. I don't watch it. Assholes. You're all assholes. <laughs> Point being. I've never watched an episode of Game of Thrones. Yes. Or I've never I seen Star Wars because I just don't get I it. I watched the first one twice. Does that count for anything? No. I'm not uh, smart enough to understand Star Wars <laughs> or Game of Thrones, so I'm just going to pretend that I don't like it. Anywho. It. <laughs> Speaking uh, of Star Wars, Disney Plus. <laughs> wait, wait. So watch El Camino. Um, more importantly, back to the original story here, which is Ronan Farrow. Yeah. Uh, I think it's very funny. I, it comes down to Les and, and Harvey and everybody is just narcissism. Those guys are like, no, nah, oh, I'm never going to be down. caught. It's never going to be me. Uh, and they do. Um, more importantly, it's narcissism on narcissism because then it's guys at NBC, at CBS, everywhere who are just like, yeah, you know what? This story, it doesn't have legs. They've killed <laughs> stories before. Uh, and I don't want to be the guy caught without a chair when the music stops. Yeah. So, no, we're not going to do it. And God bless Ronan Farrow and the Wall Street Journal. They're just like, no, nah, fuck it. Let's just do it. New Yorker. New Yorker. Yeah. Uh, fuck it. Let's just do it. We'll see what happens. Uh, it can't get any worse. What's he going to do? He's threatening to sue us already, which means it's probably pretty accurate. Yeah. And uh, we fact-checked the whole thing, right? Cool. Let's just do it. And uh, they did. So good for them. Uh, and we're better off for it. I imagine that tomorrow might be interesting in Hollywood because it feels like they've leaked enough things about the book mm. to make it interesting to like get the, the numbers up there. Yep. But I yep. think there's some, some tidbits they've been holding back on, and then it's just going to be people who read it tomorrow who find out that... like. Oh, the <laughs> boss that you have been serving dutifully for a while was actively hiding things. Holy shit. Donald Trump is accused of sexual assault. <laughs> <laughs> that won't be the headline. Hannity never told me about this. <laughs> First of all, somebody in Hollywood watching Hannity. That's funny. Uh, second of all, Donald Trump being uh, uh, being surprised that he's been charged with uh, sexual harassment. Also funny. I, many that's I a imagine, many layered joke. I imagine that that somewhere within Hollywood, there there has to be a percentage of people who hate watch Fox News and maybe in like a sexually perverse kind of way, <laughs> like they like, get <laughs> off from it. Yeah, like, wow. like yeah, you're so fucking wrong all the time. I, I'm imagining that uh, someone has a, a Michael Jackson-esque room in their house where you have to walk through four locked doors, and then they get their laptop, which has never been attached. Oh, no, I guess you couldn't do that. Uh, get the a TV. air sealed. Yeah, get a TV that is uh, on a different cable account, not in your name, that comes to the house only on this one cord <laughs> that you've run all the way into this room, which they then throw a blanket over their heads <laughs> and over the TV. And that's where they quietly watch Hannity with a direct headphone set into the TV so that no one can tell. Only one headphone, though. And a a tablet on their lap so they can go on 4chan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love Sean Hannity so much. Uh, Fuck it, we'll do it live. All right. Uh, Anyway, BS. Everybody should check out the book. Uh, I'm probably not going to read it. I'm probably just going to hear. I don't have time. I'll probably just 
see what happened, what people say on Twitter. I, I, I bought yet another book <laughs> where I, I said to myself, like, I'm going to read this. Yeah. How and far are you I, in that book? I haven't opened it yet. Oh, okay. I just got it this weekend mm-hmm. uh, and I have been busy, mm-hmm. but I'm uh, the, the idea was like, I have, I have to knock out this, this and this. And as soon as I'm done with that, I have time to read. And yep. then I'm just like, that book is never going to be fucking read. Nope. I, I just, I already know it's not. I'm just going to go ahead and get it on audible and I'll, or not audible. Uh, <laughs> I said audible yesterday. What's the other thing? The book on Amazon. It's like the digital version of the book. Audiobook? No, not. Not audio though, like digital, where you read it. Oh, like Kindle version, like a Kindle, but not yeah. a Kindle. Fuck, hey, there's a website that does it. I don't know. Anyway, we have it at work, so I'm just gonna do that. I'm gonna see if nook. I can find it on there. It's like nah, Nook is Barnes and Noble, book. right? Yeah, a little Nook. Book. Anyway, not not important. So, uh, what is important is that Disney Plus, the full like catalog, has been rolled out, and dear God in heaven, like literally everything is available on there. Did you see the full list? No, I, I saw that they went on like a little tweet storm yeah. talking about all the things. Do you remember the TV show Gargoyles? <laughs> Do I? <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's on there. Okay. All five seasons of the cartoon. The original one? The original cartoon. Thank God, because I don't want them remaking all these. <laughs> well, actually, they did remake it, and the remake is available. But the important thing is that the original 1990s one is on there, uh, as well as uh, a lot of cartoons that are beloved. Uh, Darkwing Duck. Yep. Will be available on there. DuckTales. Tail, is Tailspin? Is Jungle Book a Disney property? It mm-hmm. is. Yeah, because they didn't. Yeah. So Tailspin will be on there. Like, all. I will basically be able to just smoke a bowl and pretend I'm 13 years old. Uh, <laughs> all right. That's probably a little old. Uh, I don't want to admit that. I'll be, uh, pretend I'll I'm be seven able, years old again. I'll be able to smoke a bowl in the <laughs> And pretend that I'm seven years old again and just, like, grab some Cheetos and watch DuckTales, followed by. <laughs> Chippendale's Rescue Rangers, followed by Tailspin, followed by Darkwing Duck, and it'll be a summer motherfucking afternoon, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. in my <laughs> tidy whities on sm- my couch. I'll smoke some pot and go see Kevin Smith's new film like a fucking adult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, go, so, go to Giant Silent Bob reboot when my suit and tie. <laughs> I originally said I was out on Disney. Going Plus. to the office. <laughs> originally said I was out on Disney Plus. I might not be out on Disney Plus. Here's here's what I'm I'm actually now thinking thinking about getting Disney Plus. By the way, also getting the Regal subscription, which means I will have two movie subscriptions. Oh, movie. are you gonna are you gonna do both? AMC and Regal. Yeah, yeah, maybe it's a thing. I know. So, but isn't two Regal theaters. just like three? Movies? No, brah, no. Did they up their ante? Unlimited. Multiple a day if you want to go to multiple a day. Mm. As And the one limitation AMC has is you can only see the same movie twice, no matter the format. No blocks. I can see Joker every single day in whatever format they have if I want to see it. Now, I can't see the same movie twice in one day, but you can see the same movie over and again. Mm. So, And it's convenient because it's downtown. If AMC put a theater downtown, or in Hollywood for that matter, I'd be down. Yeah. But I got nothing near me except for the Regal here. AMC really is avoiding like the major Metroplex. Area. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why, but it's killing me. And it's probably uh, part of their business model. Like I will probably have Regal suburbs work better or something like that. I'll have Regal right up until they uh, Alamo uh, gets their unlimited monthly subscription. See, I thought the Regal be. one too was like you had to uh, like basically sign up for the year ahead of time. So I think when they originally announced it, they got a little pushback. And I got an email that was just like, hey, so don't forget to sign up. And I read through it. And I'm like, 
this is not what I remember the original thing being. Yeah. So I think they made some changes and now they're rolling it like rolling it out a second time. Gotcha. But let's keep track. Uh now I will have two movie theater subscription services, as well as HBO, Hulu, Netflix, Amazon. Amazon. Is that all? <laughs> I think so. Uh plus Spotify. Yeah. Uh don't have Apple Music. Not interested. But when I add all of these things up, oh, uh, plus Google Play, uh, which I rent probably once a month on Google Play. Hmm. Uh, Amazon rental, probably once a month as well, because I don't own DVDs. I used to own DVDs. Now they all live at Corey's house. <laughs> um, I was looking for- They uh, fill in the space of yeah, my other I was DVDs. looking for Fight Club, and I could not find it. And I was like, fuck, did I leave Fight Club? But no, it's here. It's on this shelf. Um, I think there's multiple copies of Fight Club, probably yeah. one for you and one for me. Yeah, yeah. But it's probably You probably better. just have like the regular old DVD while I have the Blu-ray special edition. <laughs> yeah, most likely. Yeah. Uh, because- in the spirit of Fight Club, that's I a good way to that's I a good way to figure that. out whose movie is who. Oh yeah, uh, or also if the Blu-ray case is empty, it was probably Corey's that was stolen by some <laughs> heroin addicts. Oh my god! <laughs> There's the knife deep in again. Uh, anyway, so uh, <laughs> flash flash forward to a story we're going to talk about later. I can literally <laughs> tell the police the people who did the crime. I can tell you where they can find them. They won't do shit. Anyway, they want to uh, try and stop my shit from being sold. Important shit to my, me. My point is, uh, I cut the. Cable. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Rob jokes about a gun on Twitter, and Baltimore County cops show up to my city apartment. No, no, city cops showed up to my to the county gym that I went to, and then county cops showed up to the city apartment <laughs> we lived in because they didn't talk to each other. They expended resources across the lines of the county. Just ridiculous. I joked about a gun to a guy who lived halfway around the world, <laughs> who, by the way, licensed gun, not owner, but licensed gun holder. He was a military member. He was also a licensed <laughs> gun holder. We are two gun licensed holders joking about guns on Twitter. I do not understand this country. That was also five years right. ago. All right. My point is I cut the cord, uh, what, like three, four years ago now? Yeah. And it, I think with this, I will have officially surpassed any cable package I ever had with how much I pay per month for subscriptions. So thank you, cord cutters, because uh, you couldn't let us early adopters just have it. Now you're. I, I do. Us. I do think that uh, I even if I end up paying the same amount, I like I just prefer the way I get to watch content. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to having cable, because like even with DVR and shit like that, I still feel like. It wasn't the same as me going like, I need to watch Kel Camino tonight. And like I go through the interface to find the yeah. thing, I, you know. Well, you don't have to go through the interface. If you just turn on Netflix, it will be the yeah. very first <laughs> suggestion that they throw in your face. So uh, anyway. I want to watch Great, Br Great British Baking Show, El Camino Star. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no, I want, I want the Great British, Great British Baking Show. Uh, all right, deep in the menus, here I go. <laughs> I can't watch this. I've never seen Breaking Bad. Oh, well, here's Breaking Bad episode one. So I will say, watch the recap because you have forgotten probably uh, a lot of what I forgot. Yeah. And the recap is basically the last season of Breaking Bad, but it's just like hits the major points so that when it opens, you're like, I feel like I just finished watching Breaking Bad. It doesn't give everything. It doesn't take the time to do everything, but it's enough that you're like, oh, right, right, right. Then that happened, that happened, that happened. Oh, I'm, here's the next thing that happened. I'd be interested to see if I can finish all five seasons of Breaking Bad tomorrow. One, I mean, they're hour-long episodes. Yeah. And there's five seasons. Yeah. So 
12 episodes. Maybe I can just watch them at one and a half speed. Like <laughs> like a podcast. <laughs> by the way. Uh, we, was, need to, we need to talk about all you slow talking motherfuckers, by the way, in podcast world. Yeah. I, I uh, Whenever I get in the car with Rachel, she demands I, that I put it on thing. one. Same thing. <laughs> Drives me insane. Yeah. I can't do it. I start listening to a podcast with some guy going like, well, you know the reason why the Clippers are having such a hard time with season ticket holders. Pause. You know, here's what I do. I pause and I start talking while I slowly click up. And like <laughs> 1.1, 1.2, play. Let it play a little bit. Pause. Yeah, yeah, this is a really good point. I think you should really listen to this. 0.3, 0.4. And I see how high I can get it before they really notice the speed. At 1.9, it's really noticeable. But it's just unbearable at one speed. Yeah. Unbearable. And I had to go I'd, all the way to Long Beach. And like... uh. Uh, just the amount of time you waste. Like, that's the yeah. thing. For, like, I can churn out an hour-long podcast in 40 minutes. And if you uh, are using Pocket Cast, which you absolutely should, you can find our our uh, podcast on Pocket Cast. Uh, you can do the cut silences yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, the thing where it actually cuts out even more. You can do an hour-long podcast if you skip the ads, which why not? Because we don't have ads, so who cares? Uh, and if you cut out the intro and the outro, once you memorize how long they are, um, I only like I minutes. only cut out one intro. What's that? On on all the podcasts I listen to. You want to guess the one podcast that I cut out the intro for? It's one that I know Bill we Simmons. both listen to it. Oh, uh, that we both listen to. I don't know what ones we both listen to anymore. I don't think we both listen to any script notes. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the page. I don't listen on the page anymore. Because uh, you know what I found out? What? She's never gotten a screenplay made. Yeah. She has never had a screenplay purchased. Yeah. She had. 10 failures and then became a teacher, which is well, basically that's, Gary V. Basically, Gary how v. <sighs> fuck Gary V. Now, fuck Gary V. He's not he's not who he says he is. He was born rich and then made a little more money and became this like, yeah, I know the secret. No, bitch, your secret to success was your daddy made a bunch of money and he gave you a business that was already successful. Great. And then you figured out YouTube. I, okay. I think that uh, some <laughs> I think some people. Uh, you can learn things from without taking everything that they say, like it's gospel. No, to be like, fair. I don't, I don't like uh, uh, worship at the altar of Gary V. Yes, but you know, there's a time where I'll he'll have somebody interesting on mm-hmm. that I want to hear what they have to say, and then he'll ask some sort of insightful question that normal people don't ask because Gary V is very like forward thinking and like has all the time in the his world. His cut the bullshit kind of kind of questions are good for like. All I really want at the end of the day, because I, I, you watch so many interviews where it's the same, like, you know, like asking Joaquin Phoenix, like, how'd you lose all the weight for the Joker? Like, mm-hmm. there's probably 10,000 versions of people asking him that question. I would rather it be like, uh, when you first started creating this character, who were you thinking about? Like, what was the what was the first thing by which you iterated off of when you were starting to create the character? And I will. And say- then I would just like to let him, like... You know, like go like, well, there was this kid I knew in high school and he was kind of like and that. I mean, that sounds amazing. And again, uh, caveat is I don't listen to every episode of on the page. I go mm. into the episode. I see what she's talking about. And if I really feel like it's something I'm going to pick up. Yeah. Yeah. But I used to religiously listen to every single one. Right. Uh, Gary V. I don't listen to it all because fuck Gary V. But I do have a new podcast that's going to come soon that you really should want to check out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's about. um <laughs> Oh fuck! It is uh, every man Gary V. No 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 <laughs> no no shit! I just fuck my shit up. Uh, 
Uh, it's the uh, it's called the Tao of Fuck It. <laughs> Daniel McAllister, new podcast coming. You guys should get excited about this. It's about how to embrace your life. It's like uh, I can't remember what fuck it stands for. It's uh, <laughs> something in understanding, uh, compassion and kindness, something, something thoughtfulness. Anyway, it's very big. It's very <laughs> important. We've got insightfulness and thoughtfulness. Yes, we, it, there's this whole focus on uh, twos and how uh, you could change your life by t- focusing on changing the next two days and the next two weeks and the next two months. It's amazing. You're not going to want to mess it. Check it out. <laughs> it's giving ahead a little bit. Yeah, I don't sorry. know who this fucking Daniel McAllister guy is, but um, <laughs> he's got a really good book yeah. out too. You should check that out too. Maybe it's the same guy who played Mr. E in the love. Uh, what was that show? Oh, on pickup artist. Yeah. <laughs> the pickup artist. <laughs> Real name. Daniel McAllister. I have looks met, like McLovin. I've met that guy. Oh, have you? Yes. Yeah, so he has a new life. Uh, he does uh, ad sales. Oh, does he? Yes. And he has does he still have a lot of rings? Uh, no, he's not so many <laughs> rings anymore. Yeah, he's, uh, but he actually, in real life, super nice guy. Yeah, and I'm sure. He's the problem is, once you realize who he is, then it's like going to a psychic. It's like, <laughs> I'm going to be on edge about everything you say, because yeah, I don't yeah. know if you're putting me on or not. Like, is this more of that, like... I'm All of a sudden, you get, like, a little shoulder, like, hey, bud. Like, hey, whoa, 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 <laughs> babe, 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 babe. I ain't falling for your We're tricks. We're here for a sale. <laughs> I don't need your... Soft touch. Just <laughs> numbers. That's what we're here for. Uh, anyway. Takes off his slash hat. <laughs> Let's talk business. Uh, I do want to talk a little bit about Trump. Let's let's jump down to the Trump news. Well, real quick. Yes. Super quick. Can, okay. can you uh, fill people in and Amanda, Amber, Amber Geiger? God Amber Geiger. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, just it, because we yeah. were talking about this three weeks ago when nobody was talking about yes. it. Yes. And then it's slowly become more and more of a story. Yes. And now uh, this latest plot twist and the, the tale mm-hmm. is something I haven't really seen before. Or yeah, like not so in a while like this. Amber Geiger, uh, the police officer in Dallas or Austin, one of the other um, Texas, somewhere in Texas. Uh, I think it was Dallas. Dallas. And she shot her apparently ex-boyfriend who entered her apartment at night. She said she was tired. Uh, come to find out during the trial, she had literally two minutes before texted her partner to say, Hey, I'm amped. Let's go to the bar. <laughs> and, uh, so that was a lie. And anyway, uh, she got uh, convicted and was given 10 years for a murder, which is a very, uh, police like, uh, sentence to get, yeah. but at least she got jail time. She'll probably serve three and a half, uh, in the end. But there was a very key witness in that trial who talked about, her relationship with him and how that relationship had regressed. And basically, and I am paraphrasing, do not put these words in that man's mouth, uh, said, she is a crazy bitch. And I don't know how she stayed a cop for so long. She must have hid the crazy because the crazy shit she did, I can't imagine they would have allowed her to have a gun. And basically set the tone for the jury that, like, when you see her crying, I would not believe that she was actually upset yeah, yeah, about yeah. it. She will do this to it. She, I saw her do it to him. Like, this is what she does. She manipulates people. Uh, anyway, uh, so that guy got shot. Uh, strangely, a week after the trial, stra- shot and killed. And I'm not, it wasn't suicide, so it's not Sean Suter like. But it is Sean Suter like in so much as allegedly the weapon was of the same caliber as carried by police officers. And, you know, he did just testify against a police officer. um, And there has been much hay made about like he had 
no, he was never into criminal stuff. He was only a witness, really, because he knew this guy, who, by the way, the victim, uh, Botham Jean, also not into criminal stuff, very much an upstanding citizen. So these two guys who have no connection to crime, one gets murdered by a cop and the other gets murdered by question mark, uh, and the police are basically like, we are going to pull put the full force of our department behind this, and uh, there are no leads. So strange. Interesting. Uh, yeah, strange about that. Uh, so nonetheless... I think it's just an interesting thing that uh, we'll see develop. And I'm wondering if in a few weeks we're going to get like a, uh, oh, well, turns out <laughs> this the gun that shot him was later used or was earlier used in another crime, which, by the way, we've learned from the GTTF is the they take drop a gun, gun yeah. they don't report it, and it becomes a drop gun on something else. This is a different version of a drop gun, which is, you use a gun that you know another criminal used somewhere else, and you use it to commit a crime yourself and then leave it, or you drop it and dump it somewhere else because then they say, oh, it must be the guy who committed that crime, not right. the cop who found it and didn't report it. So we'll see. <laughs> Stop snitching. Yeah. Well, That's listen. No, no, no. Stop snitching against cops, but <laughs> please, please come forward with any information you have about Yeah, I mean, like, you know, if, I, if you see your drug, local area drug dealer doing something unsavory, Please let the police know. No, but wait, if you see wait, wait, wait. the police doing something unsavory, please keep it to your fucking self. Unless your local <laughs> neighborhood drug dealer is also a police officer, which is possible. Ah, so inception. Then you would not want to report him. Baltimore Serpico. <laughs> if somebody is Baltimore Serpico, please do not report them while they're under investigation, okay? Listen, they're just going to finish. They're just going to finish their career, get their 30, retire with full benefits, and then tell everybody about all the wrongdoing. They're keeping a notebook, all right? It's not about (laughs) money's owed. It's notes for the story later. Just so that's clear. Until the day comes, uh, (laughs) day away from retiring, just like, yeah, I just bought a boat (laughs) called Getting Away With It. (laughs) Then all of a sudden, the guy comes in and robs the diner and just starts firing randomly. It's like, ah, I've been shot. They got me. Oh, they got me. One day from retirement. I'm absolutely going to die. It's one day away from retirement. It's how this works. Uh, I need you to do me a favor. I got some notes. Do me a favor. Snitch on that bitch. I've been taking extensive notes <laughs> about all the wrongdoing at the Baltimore Police Department over the last 30 years. I need you to go to my house. I need you to burn that fucking <laughs> notes. <laughs> Don't kill me. Don't, <laughs> if I survive this, don't kill me. If, I'm not, if I'm not dead from this, I'll be dead from that. Burn the notes for me. <laughs> yeah. Serpico. Um, <laughs> I kind of well, just want to make a series called Baltimore Serpico. <laughs> Yo, I am in. I'm in. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, but just uh, every single every single week <laughs> is about him like getting incriminating evidence and not doing anything with it. <laughs> Taking notes like, oh, so you say there's... <laughs> A million dollars in the safe, huh? You mean five hundred? Holy shit! Is that the Baltimore police police uh, uh, commissioner choking a homeless guy with a rag on the street? That'll make a very compelling entry into my journal tonight. Yeah, the journal is the letter I'm gonna write him. WJZ calls him, just like, "Hey, any interesting crimes you want to talk about?" Nope, nothing. Nope, nope. got nothing for you. <laughs> nope. Uh. But, uh, yeah, any, any interest? No, no, no interest. No, thanks, yeah. So anyway, Kamish, uh, I got this video of you choking the shit out of a dude uh, on the street. What's that worth to you? I think I'd, I think I'd like to be the head of major crimes. No, 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 no. That's too much responsibility. I, uh, <laughs> I want to put me in IA, 
That's the place I should go. And uh, I'd like some overtime, please. <laughs> About equal to my pay times two. That would be great. Fantastic. Oh, lordy. Uh, so speaking about killing people, getting paid for it. Uh, apparently, the United States has officially crossed over into Starship Troopers territory, and I'm excited about it. Ugh. Yes. Join up now, Corey. Join up now and do your part. We need to go and kill the menace. So, uh, <laughs> just when you think. Mm. I, I, I kind of wanted to do the Dumb and Dumber thing, but it, it didn't work. It, 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 the context didn't work, but the like, just when I think. dumber than Dumb and Dumber. Uh, <laughs> just when, you, when I think you can't get any dumber, you do something like this. Mm. And totally redeem yourself. Uh, yeah, or uh, maybe except, except not totally redeem. This could be some version of the Takashi Six Nine meme, <laughs> only when he is for some reason talking about the crimes he committed that he's not yet uh, <laughs> admitted to. Because Donald Trump basically admitted that uh, in one press conference he has violated the Emoluments Clause yet again, mm. uh, and that's been backed up by proof now. Yeah, and in front of reporters and cameras. Because why not? Nothing he does matters. Uh, Also, that he is not really an emoluments clause violation. I love love that Trump, too, by the way. If if you just said audio of Trump, there's no one who's listening to that and going like, no, that's not dumb. Yeah. (laughs) Also, there's no one listening to it who would say, you know, two years ago, that's definitely the president of the United States. (laughs) Right? Like, he sounds very presidential. Sounds very presidential. Very presidential. Um, So, uh, emoluments clause violation. Uh, where he uh, has business relations with Turkey, and he's like, oh, we're looking into the Turkey thing. I just don't think that... Uh, what are we going to do? Declare war on Turkey? That doesn't seem like a very good uh, re- result. Uh, uh. And then later on in the same press conference, basically says, hey, I know that the whole morality of being mercenaries is kind of uh, foggy at best. It's not even... It's not. It's not. Uh, it's not even about... Being mercenaries per se. I mean, even though that you know, in a in a a getting uh, paid definite uh, dictionary definition version is We're what what it is. Yes, yeah. yeah. But I'm saying the, the the thing that upset me most. So uh, what we're talking about is uh, <laughs> Trump has agreed to send uh, U.S. service members. Oh no no no! Oh no no, sir! They are already there. They are They're involved uh, in the the civil war, which is basically Saudi Arabia bombing the shit out of Bedouins who yeah. live in tents. Uh, and we're already there. Our drones are already dropping bombs. Our soldiers are already offering advice. But we're not doing this because this is a U.S. interest. No. I mean, not. other than the fact that we want to be nice to the crown prince of Saudi Arabia. Also oil. Uh, yeah. yeah well, I but mean, I'm Donald, saying like. Donald doesn't want to get what? cut up in some fucking embassy somewhere. <laughs> Go on. Man. What a. Uh, what Trump uh, admitted to, though, was that uh, Saudi Arabia is basically paying for our military to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is not the purpose of the fucking military. <laughs> what the wait, f- wait, wait. You're telling me that those guys didn't sign up to get sent somewhere else to be paid by another government in order to kill brown people? Nine eleven happens. Nine twelve. Somebody goes in, signs up, and then nine fifteen, they're fighting for Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Actually, I mean, to be fair, uh, 9-11 happens. Uh, 9-12, someone is born. 18 years later, yeah. someone signs up for the military. Now they are about to go to Saudi Arabia or Afghanistan because the fucking war is still going on! <laughs> I wonder if they literally just, like, pull off the patch and just put on a Saudi Arabia patch for the time being. It's oh, like... no, 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 because uh, <laughs> if they did that, it would be a war crime. 
Oh. But when they're an international force. But if it, if you're getting money for it, oh, oh little see, tricky no, no, no. tricky. No, not the money part. <laughs> they're part of an international force. Mm-hmm. They're keeping the peace. And by keeping the peace, I mean using my cult peacemaker <laughs> to kill you. Not really, because cult peacemaker wouldn't. <sighs> my, uh, I'm using my M4 to kill you, and somehow that makes peace. I just don't understand how people could be so fucking dumb. Nah, uh, you know. Nothing he does matters. I am become every day more certain that he could walk down Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and no one would care. Yeah, yeah. Nothing would happen to him. Uh, but you know who doesn't have that kind of protection? <laughs> Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani! <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Uh, By the way, I read the indictment real quick while we were outside. Yeah. Ooh. There is, <laughs> much like the Trump indictments that came some time ago, there is an individual named in a those yeah. indictments that would leave me, if I were Rudy Giuliani, Looking for a one-way flight to Geneva. You know what I mean? It's, like, uh, uh, it's, yeah. it's Congressman Sessions. Yes. Not to be uh, confused with Jeff Sessions. Yes. But there was a Congressman, Robert Sessions or something yeah, like that. Yeah, somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, who's not from the South, I don't know. <laughs> who's think. no longer a congressman. Yeah. Has admitted that he's Congressman 1 in these reports. Yes. Uh, yeah. And just like the comical nature of this story. like So like the uh, Giuliani being investigated by the Southern District of New York. Which, by the way, he, was, he <laughs> created the powerful office of the u.s attorney southern yeah. district of new york he created that and now it's gonna come back and get him which is just one of the <laughs> sweetest sweetest things i've ever heard he uh he had two ukrainian friends mm-hmm. um who would uh move dirty money around mm-hmm. and donate it to political action campaigns mm-hmm. uh they were quite well connected there's videos of them with rudy giuliani mm-hmm. There is, uh, they went to George H.W. Bush's funeral, a state funeral. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they've met Trump multiple times. They, they're keeping it on the low, Corey. All right. They're, it's all on the deal. Uh, Nobody knows. They had, they had donate. I, I was literally trying to find the name of their, of their like shadow corp that donated somebody, which was literally like Corruption USA or yeah. something like that. Fraud something, Corp. Fraud Corp. Like it was, it was so on the nose. It was fucking preposterous. Um, and thankfully, they were arrested at uh, Dulles uh, before they were able to take their one-way flights to Geneva, uh, which is exactly where I want to go. If yes, I'm... yes. <laughs> uh, and much like uh, you know the story we talked about earlier, they played that hand a little too long. I think as soon as you know Mueller started talking <laughs> and Congress was investigating, and you know we talked about Rudy Giuliani in a Southern District something, two weeks ago. So, yeah, something tells me that. Like three weeks ago, maybe they got like as soon as the Trump Ukraine thing started going, they were just like putting on their hats and packing their bags and stuff yeah. like that. And it's just like, oh, well, we can save a little bit of money if we wait three weeks to fly out of Dulles. It's like, nope, they're not going to catch us that fast. Yeah, of course not. <laughs> and they get you at the airport. So sweet. So sweet yeah. and amazing. Uh, but anyway, so uh, Rudy Giuliani made famous the perp walk where. You take the arrested person, you let the media know, and you walk them through the media on the way into the office. Right. And I think it will be... Usually with like some handcuffs in front of them or something. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you toss a jacket across, but everybody knows when yeah, you're yeah, yeah. this, what that is. I think it would be, oh, so sweet for Rudy Giuliani himself to be perp-walked into the Southern District of New York uh, Attorney General's office. So we're hoping... Fingers crossed for that, guys. Uh, the only thing that would be sweeter than that, you know... Guillotines. <laughs> Guillotines would solve all of these problems. I don't think we'd have to, you know, keep coming back to it. But uh, that's enough news out of New York. Yeah. Though. I'm already sick about talking about New York. You know what I really want to talk about? The Baltimore Corner? Of course. I want to talk about the Baltimore Corner. Where you get the straight dope. Right. 
Yes. All right. So uh, real quick. (laughs) Uh, Real quick. (laughs) We talked about this like two years ago originally. (laughs) It was two years ago. Uh, And then I feel like a month ago or something like that when this story started coming back a little bit. And I believe we talked about it then. There's no fucking way they're going to do this. But. So, uh. Uh, flashback two years ago, there was a spy plane that nobody knew about <laughs> that was flying over the city of Baltimore, tracking where everybody was going and uh, creating intricate maps of people's movements. Do you remember um, how that story got broken, by the way? It was they, they wrote an article about it. Like the company that that uh, created this whole thing basically wanted like a piece like written about yes. like how great their spy plane was yes. and then they hired her or they brought her a reporter in and they're just like uh-huh yeah and like took all the notes and then just wrote a story go holy shit you're civil right yes <laughs> uh quickly followed by not kevin rector who's the other guy at the sun fenton, fenton. justin fenton fenton uh pulling faa uh reports that were just basically like the big red circles over the city yeah 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 and being like yeah so turns out here's the tail number of the plane and here's the path that it followed and we can match that day with this report and this crime and the whole thing and it was really good but the funny thing is they did it to themselves because nobody knew until they wanted press done yeah. about how well they were doing. <laughs> All right. So amazing. Uh, I, I'm sure there's going to be some people who are listening to this who maybe heard about this poll. Mm-hmm. Yes. 74% generally support uh, the spy plane. Yes. But uh, that's what the preachers are saying. We we here at Oh the Anthem decided to go a little bit deeper figure out the exact wording of the question. Yes. Uh, which I feel like is giving us a slanted result. Mm-hmm. Uh, 74% of people generally support a program to conduct aerial surveillance over the city of Baltimore to reduce serious crimes like murder. Now, see, well, I, if it can reduce murder, I mean... And aerial surveillance, I mean, I already see uh, Foxtrot up there and... Uh I mean, I feel like I'm being watched all the time. Anywho, what? now wait, is Foxtrot going to point the light directly <laughs> in my window while I'm smoking pot and make me feel super bad? <laughs> uh, Maybe not. In addition, 72% support a small aircraft flies over the city and provides images that track vehicles and people to and from reported crime scenes. The information is then provided to the Baltimore Police Department to help them solve crimes. An outside independent oversight group would ensure that the system is not being abused and the program would be entirely paid for by a private donor. Yes. Rob. Yes. Would you be in support of purchasing a large seven-bedroom, ten-bath Hollywood Hills home with gorgeous views and an immaculate pool and fully loaded garage and like this wine cellar that's tops in the world Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in exchange for only 10 American dollars. Oh, I absolutely would. Oh, well, (laughs) it sounds like sounds like you want exactly everything for nothing. I I mean, I mean, this this, number one, uh, at some point, this information is going to the Baltimore Police Department who is incapable of, even with information, <laughs> solving crimes. Yeah. Flashback to Corey had shit stolen. He said, here's who stole it. This is when. Go find them here. There's nothing. I joked before the around. podcast. I imagine that I could call right now and say, hey, I'm going to be home at Christmas time. On December 23rd at 8 p.m., I'm going to the Inner Harbor, and I'm going to shoot somebody. Mm-hmm. 
I'm letting you know right now, I'm going to be wearing an orange Orioles shirt when I do it. Yes. And uh, I'm, go- I'm going to be looking and for I'm a going blonde to sh- person. And I'm going to be shouting loudly, I hope no Baltimore Police Department come and stop me right now. And guess what? They will not follow up on that fucking shit. I can give them a direct time and they will not show up for that shit. They'll come 10 minutes later going like, oh, somebody was shot. Yeah, yeah. of course, because you don't fucking do any police work. Like, what? Yeah. A, what makes you think that they're going to be able to do anything with the data that they have when mysteriously all the cameras in the city stop working all the time? Guess who controls that fucking shit? Baltimore Police Department. Yep, yep. Uh, number two, the other people who would be involved in the information. Was that you or was no, that? No, <laughs> The other people who would be involved in that information is Baltimore City Hall, who I also do not trust. Yes. Uh, and you know what? I've decided that if, if we're going to live in the world of crazy hypotheticals and that anything is on the table now, we're just going to give up our civil rights over nothing and just allow the government to watch us all the time and eventually get to precogs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bring along a new policy. I'm 100 percent sure. As sure as anyone can be mm-hmm. that it will lower the murder rate. OK, go. Killing of the firstborns. Oh, from this point on, just immediately, as soon as a, a, a firstborn is had, just death, because that one was probably the murderer. Well, all right. I'm not going to. Uh, here's going to be a surprise. for everybody. And I mean, like, there's going to be a couple that that, you know, like innocent ones that get lost in the mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. But uh, from my highly scientific study of nothing, mm-hmm. I am basing the fact that most murderers are firstborns as a surprise. uh I am not going to be as willing to go as far as you on this. Um, <laughs> as a firstborn, especially. I'm not sure I can back Well, that's that. why you got a grandfather your way. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, how about this, though? Uh, New firstborns only. In the spirit of Mark Gergos, mm-hmm. since civil liberties don't matter, let's just lock up every male between the ages of 15 and 25. No, oh, there we go. And we'll keep them locked up for that age range. And when they come out at 26, they certainly won't be institutionalized. And uh, we'll just let them back into society. Because... If you'll see, the statistics on murder, uh, especially murder, but all violent crimes, are that they're committed mainly by males aged 15 to 25. So if you really want to cut it down and civil liberties don't matter, just lock them all up. Mm-hmm. Whoever survives, you know, the Lord of the Fly situation that will be that jail yeah. um, comes out and gets to go back into society. It sounds like a win-win to me. And at the same time, we don't have to have the stupid plane. Okay, one more alternative. And I rescind my previous comment. <laughs> guillotines. I think this could just all be solved by guillotines. The people who are proposing this, the people who are who are sponsoring the planes. I just mean, the guy who's flying the people, plane. People, guillotines. people who, who are in support of this plane, just understand something real quick. There's no going back from this. Oh, yeah. yeah. So imagine in your mind the worst case scenario. And then imagine it being twice as bad as you think it will be because Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah. And say, am I willing to live like this for the rest of my life? Mm -hmm. And then say, just realize that as soon as you say, okay, to this plane, which will not cut crime at all. No, I'm just telling you, it's not, it's not going to have any difference to crime. You could, I I could literally tell, I could bring a psychic into the, the Baltimore homicide department and have them accurately predict the next hundred murders that will happen in the city. And there will still be a hundred murders that will happen in the city. Yes. 
there's no point. You're never getting this back. You're never. It's it's like you know you asked for the pony. Now you got to take care of the pony for the rest of its life. And ponies live a long time. And I just want people to keep in mind. I've seen a lot of people tweeting about the survey. They spent forty thousand dollars on a survey. Yeah. And you hear that, and you're like, wow, that must be a thorough, thorough survey. Oh no, five hundred responses to a phone survey. Yeah. Which, by the way, I saw mentioned in another tweet. Landline they, phones? They called landline phones. So these are people who have a landline in 2019. And are willing to answer questions. And are willing to answer questions. Now, the demographics seem to break down. And along. are being led along under the oh. pretenses that this plane is going to reduce serious crimes like murder. Or the, the worst phrasing. An outside independent oversight group would ensure that the system is not being abused. And by the way, the oversight group is the company who benefits yeah. to continue the contract, which really doesn't seem to make sense but my point is it seems to break down along demographic lines and i think people forget I, that not everyone is poor in baltimore and i could find white black asian people in baltimore mm -hmm. who are wealthy and live in the white l even though it's really just the rich l mm -hmm. who would have this exact response to things yeah so it all matters who you call and how you call them and whether or not they answer on what answers you get you know it I, I bet you if we put a, a poll out on the field under similar circumstances. Oh, I don't have 40K to spend. Well, I'm just saying. Oh, okay. Uh, hypothetically, hypothetically. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If we put a poll out on the field and we said uh, at no cost to any taxpayers, would you be in support of Google or Alexa or any of these uh, different smart assistants to be posted every 10 to 15 yards throughout the entire city? Mm-hmm. So that it's always listening and always available to give you answers that you may have. People will be like, no, I don't want them listening to me all the time. Yeah. Yeah. This is what you're getting. You're signing up for your fucking plane. Yeah. Uh, and oh, by the way, um, Ring, which is an Amazon company, made a deal with like 400 uh, police departments to <laughs> turn over the video and audio footage from. Yeah. From there. Ring devices so yeah. we basically already have that <laughs> surprise in these neighborhoods the neighborhoods where the wealthy people live like the big l yeah, yeah. That, that's where rings are going to be in <laughs> there they're going to be there so uh well <sighs> you know where i go when the stupidness is just too much for me to over overcome where's that oh the anthem.com cory the anthem.com or the anthem on facebook twitter instagram and the listener line 443-219-7595 what's that number again 443-219-7595 i think they were complaining when i was like banging on the table yes but i'm still like trying to like you bend and they just bang back yeah <laughs> um you can find more of me on my website corybakerfilmmaker.com which is going to uh, get a little bit of a refresh this week now that I actually have time to refresh it. Um, <laughs> uh, you can find uh, my movie reviews, including Joker, which came out today. Fuck. Um, I gotta film some movies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, that's about it for me now. I'm going to do an El Camino review on Thursday, I think. That way I can guarantee that I, I will see it at some point before... Thursday rolls around, mm -hmm. and then we'll go see some movies this week now that I have more of an open schedule. You remember how tired Corey was during his last, uh, what was it that you were super tired during? I watched it, uh, and you looked tired. Hustlers. Hustlers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be the El Camino review. So I just watched El Camino. It's 3 a.m. <laughs> finished it. This is going to go up immediately. It's Wednesday night. See, I usually do them during the day. El Camino. Because give it a it's a little bit quieter. 5.3. But the last two reviews I had to do at night. 
and I don't feel like they were my best just because I was like, I feel like the insight was good. I just don't feel like I looked particularly. I looked like the I worked on set all day. Low. Yeah. And I immediately had to be like, all right, I got to focus on what he's saying because I can't judge based off of based my on the mood yeah, yeah, yeah. And the energy. Which right. is, a lot of times it's easy to kind of like let it play and just judge wh- how you're feeling about it based on the energy. Yeah. Like, how am I going to tear this apart if I don't have an energy to respond to? <laughs> uh, anyway, yes. Sorry, was there more? I just <laughs> no, that's it for me. Okay. You can find more from me uh, at Robert N. Cheek on all your social networks. Make sure you check out robertncheek.com where you can find links to my political blog. Uh, the YouTube channel, which has reviews up, two reviews up right now, It Chapter 2 and uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. So timely. So on. <laughs> going to be recording. Both, both are ripping through the box office charts at the moment. Yes. More reviews are coming this week. I'm recording Joker. I'm going to record Hustlers. I'm going to record uh, Downton Abbey. I got a lot of stuff. El Camino, I could record tonight because I've already seen it. I'm going to try to beat Corey to that. That's going up as soon as possible. Maybe I'm going to do two on Thursday. Maybe I'm just going to drop them every single day to the end of the week. Yeah. Probably not. But I got to edit it and put it together. We find it. New stuff coming out. But, of course, at that website, you can also find the books which are available on Amazon. Byron's Books. Thank you. Well, uh, I think we've done good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and look for that new podcast coming from Dan McAllister. <laughs> I just... Uh, so the inside joke for you guys who haven't been following that long is the summer before we moved here, was it 2016? Yeah, because I was driving yeah. an Uber. Uh, I don't remember who said it, but they were just like, uh, I bet you could do thought-fluencing, like Gary Vee stuff. So I just started going on one of those video apps. It wasn't Vine, but it was like one of them. Mm-hmm. And doing these like super positive, like, you can change your life in just five minutes a day. It's the two, two, two plan. Here's how it works. Two days, two weeks, two months. Plan out your life in manageable segments. And by the time we left, I was logging on and then it would be like, like a thousand people watching me ramble on about two days. Um, so I think I'm going to bring that back. I've been listening to a lot of Dexter Guff is smarter than you. And I mm-hmm. feel like, First of all, he took my shtick, which I'm not happy about. I can take it back. I'm going to do it. Daniel McAllister presents the talent. Smarter than a fifth grader. Yes, something like that. Uh, Anyway, so not that I don't have enough stuff going on. I'm about to go do my taxes, which haven't been done, uh, and also code for about five hours in Salesforce. But as soon as that gets done, reviews and new podcasts, and I got to write a book at some point or edit a book at some point. Yeah, Yeah. I still have a couple more pages left to by a couple more, I mean but like two hundred something pages. You got a free, uh, some free time now. Right? Yeah, now you I can finally. Time? Now I can find. I brought it with me. It's in my backpack. I was bringing it to set every day, going like, I'm gonna have some time to read this at some point. Nope, <laughs> nope, that's not how it works. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> I think we've done good here today. Ah, uh, we've done something. I don't know if it's good. Uh, I mean, I did suggest Gay Tins twice. <laughs> so. And as always, you're listening to the Yo the Anthem podcast. I suggested killing of the firstborn. I am. We're getting <laughs> biblical here, all right? <laughs> Shit is getting biblical. But as always, you're listening to the Yo the Anthem podcast, part of the Yo the Anthem digital network. By the way, my mic has been sinking the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> so I just realized I'm like all hunched over. Yeah, because at the end, you're just like, ooh, <sighs> oh. man. Um, but as always, you're listening to the Yo the Anthem podcast, part of the Yo the got, Anthem digital network. They got mine had the counterweight. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get a counterweight. Oh, guys, we're in desperate. Go to the merch store. Buy some merch. We're in need of some new mic stands. Uh, so come help us out. 
Uh, but you've been listening to the ODN podcast, part of the ODN from Digital Network. For Corey, this is Rob. Have a great week, everybody. Toodaloo. That's your out. After that, that's Why what you're out on. Why not?